Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Use Guys in That podcast. We have a wonderful guest with us today. Uh, she is a crypto artist. Uh, she was kind enough to send me awesome stickers that uh, I'm really grateful for. These are high-end awesome stickers, and I'm grateful for it. I'm, as soon as I can see the whole gang, when war communism is over, I'll be able to pass out these stickers to the gang uh, so that we all uh, can have some. Full Metal Magdalene is here with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, she's also privy to what's been going on. Uh, the the 5,000-pound the elephant in the room, we will get to that. Don't <laughs> worry. But before, we want to talk to Full Metal Magdalene about how she got into the liberty movement, how she got into art, uh, what she draws her inspiration from. And, uh, you know, she's got a bit shoot channel that she produces really awesome videos um, they almost have like a psychedelic quality. At least that's the way I interpret them when I see them. Uh, they're really rad. Uh, but the floor is yours, Full Metal Magdalene. Tell us, how did you get into being an artist? And then how did you get into the Liberty Movement? Sure. Um, so drawing was just something I picked up pretty easily as a kid. So I've always drawn. But it wasn't until about a year and a half ago that I started trying to uh, go full-time into making art and kind of make a living out of it because I was working in the service industry as a waitress so um, I started taking it more seriously and, and then especially with COVID because I lost my job um, kind of just started doing it full-time from there so it's it it started out more of just like a personal thing I would always draw as kind of like my own therapy as a way I would kind of keep it to myself and I would do art in class but uh, this is this is the first time I've really started like putting myself out there and my work out there and kind of trying to get something going with it. You did lose your job because of of this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Man alive, so, uh, that's terrible. Yeah, but it was it was really positive for me because um, I was able to put all of my time into my art. I didn't feel like. Uh, pressured to like I don't know sorry I'm bad with I'm nervous but <laughs> oh, okay don't worry about there's 17 and a half people that are going to be listening anyway <laughs> 17. Right? yeah 17 and a half don't worry the statistics but don't lie man <laughs> I couldn't I I don't know what it was but since I lost my job in March I could not get hired for some reason after that so I actually kind of got forced into just drawing like all day long and trying to see if I could get it to take off. Well, you you're drawing like I, I enjoy how you post uh, both on uh, Instagram and on uh, Facebook that uh, your work in progress stuff that you do. Um, and it seems like I don't know. I, I'm not an artist. I can't even draw stick figures. And I come from a family of artists. I am the most unartistic person that I, I can't draw shit. I, it's just not possible. I just, it, I can't do it. I have a hard time with it. I can trace like a motherfucker, but I can't draw. I can't draw. <laughs> but um, now how many hours a day do you really, would you say that you dedicate to, to drawing from when you take it to concept to like, let's say a finished product, let's stick with that from concept to a finished product. Uh, and then when you put it onto bit shoot or, um, or on YouTube or what have you, how, how, how many hours do you think that you dedicate uh, total to just say one project? Oh, that's a good question. Um, shoot. My best guess would probably be like, 20 25 hours for the smaller projects and then like 40 or 50 for the larger ones now do you um do you prefer to post to bit as opposed to youtube because of censorship issues because i mean there it's it's drawings it's not an actual photograph let's say with with nudity in it which i know that youtube really doesn't allow but do you find that you have a better audience on one platform or the other Definitely. I get a lot more user engagement on BitChute and also YouTube. Um, I think they've flagged every single thumbnail that I've created where it'll have kind of like the sneak peek of the girl in the drawing. Sure. So I enjoy BitChute because I get to keep the thumbnails as they are. I've kind of had to change them for YouTube. And then uh, I get 
hardly any views on YouTube. I'm not even really attached to uploading in the future to YouTube, honestly. But you have a lot of subscribers on BitChute, do you not? Mm-hmm. I'm up to like 240. I think that's excellent work. We have six on BitChute. I was so filled with promise with BitChute, and the rails have completely come off. I mean, we have more subscribers on YouTube. Well, it takes a really long time for some reason to, like, upload to BitChute, and it didn't used to, but then all of a sudden, like, something changed, and it sometimes it gives me errors, and I'm not sure why. So, I don't know. I randomly post videos on there now when I have the extra time to keep checking on it every, you know, couple of hours to see that it moved, like, 3%. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's probably my fault. (laughs) No, no, we're not, we're not blaming it on you. Um, I blame a lot. Okay, of I was going to say, did, have we only had one video removed from YouTube? Yeah, we've, we've we had been, two. No, no, we've had one. It was just one. the 9-11 one? Yeah, it was the end. Yeah. It was YouTube's anti-Semitism that came out and attacked this, this show because YouTube is anti-Semitic and I don't appreciate it. And that was a great show. All we did was talk about conspiracy theories relating to a certain event that happened in September of 2001. Was and that Aaron that was on with us? On yes, it was Aaron. That was on. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Figures the one episode we get. Well, I mean, we've had what three with Aaron, but three, but still it was yeah. a good one. I, I, figures I it was one with him that got banned. <laughs> I was really proud. Like, I really hope. I'm glad that BitChute is, is is taking off the way it is. I'm glad that there are so many alternative platforms for people like yourself and content creators, independent content creators, specifically ones that are involved in the liberty movement. Now, if you wouldn't mind telling us and our audience, how did you get involved in the liberty movement? Uh, I mean, like from the very beginning, my autonomy has always meant the most to me in life. Um, I grew up Mormon and so that was kind of like the first structure I had to kind of break out of to feel like I could like have my autonomy to make my decisions and such. And now that I'm grown up, I'm not under my parents or in school anymore. Now, like the, the thing that I feel like is encroaching upon my autonomy is the government. So, uh, and since um, a lot of my artwork is autobiographical or kind of me working through something I'm going through, um, that's kind of where my, I guess, like some of my art is coming into that as well. Now, is there a particular, um, apart, uh, apart from that, which I think is, you know, uh, astute and accurate, that it is the government that is the villain of that particular story. In fact, I would like to think that the government is the villain in probably all of our individual stories. But with that being the case, um, have you um, have you had any uh, commission work or anybody approach you and say, hey, I really like what I've seen. I'd like, I wonder if you could do this for me or uh, now. Do you, and also, how do you want to see your growth as far as your art is concerned? Is there other things that you want to break through? Um, are you going to, you know, like I, the first thing I thought of when I saw the stickers, when I got the stickers that you sent us, I was like, you know what, this is this is like solid work like that's we don't patronize anybody this is this is excellent it's excellent it's artistic its value is incredible it it reminds me of comic book art that you would see um do you think that that's something that you would tackle like if you added stories to it have you thought about how to uh to uh i guess grow your art uh different avenues that you want to take or like goals that you've set for yourself Yeah, so it's interesting. I actually wasn't doing digital art until about June of last year. Um, I started digitizing. So I'll cut, like, that's where I'll post my work in progress pictures on Instagram and they'll be in pencil. So I'll draw like the outline in pencil, but instead of inking it with like ink uh, in the physical, I'll like ink it on my phone. I actually draw everything on my phone. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah um which i'm hoping to upgrade to an ipad soon um and that's where i kind of want to start getting into animation actually and kind of getting into short stories and i also want to pursue doing more kind of like animated music videos that'd be pretty Um, good for sure i did have i actually had a content a crypto content creator called chico crypto 
And he reached out to me last year and I'm going to be, um, he's doing a, um, I actually have notes, so I wouldn't forget, but he's doing a crypto news outlet called blockchain leaks and it's going to be written in video, um, news, but he's also hosting NFT artists and I'm going to be the first artist. And then we have a secret design that's going to come out here shortly with the launch. That's really cool. Yeah, definitely. That is really exciting. Um, are you, um, are you, wh at what point do you generate revenue from BitChute? Uh, is there, is there a certain point because there's no advertising on BitChute, is there? That's only YouTube, right? I think so. I, I've only seen posts on BitChute that they're like hoping to get to the point of having advertisers, but not yet. The reason why I think that they're probably not going to have advertisers is because still actively to this day, there are activists who go after BitChute because if you if you open up a search on BitChute to look up uh, certain things that I don't really want to mention to give them any kind of uh, anybody to, you know, to give them, a, I guess, a platform or at least that we mention them by name. But certain people with a certain, I don't know, disgusting racist point of view, they're they're openly posting on BitChute. And I know that's why a lot of people have gone after them, because those are the individuals that got the boot off of YouTube. Because back when YouTube was, you know, uh, ad free and you could post anything, everybody was on there. Everybody was on there. And it was, you know, there were some, you know, some dark spots that weren't that great. But, you know, in the end, if you didn't like it, you didn't have to watch it. And I think that they're going to continue. I hope that BitChute gets big enough to where they can resist big tech going after them because they along with Elberry and a few others are really important alternative uh, media platforms for people like yourself and us to be able to post the content that we do. Um, with that being the case now, when it comes to your inspiration uh, for your, uh, for your art, do you have a favorite artist that you draw inspiration from? Uh, do you have um, a particular, is there anything that you channel into your drawings? Um, so a lot of them are autobiographical, uh, like I have like the, oh, an artist that really has inspired me the last year is Lou, Louvamir Arsov. He did In Shadow. I don't know if you've seen that animated short film. No, I haven't. It's amazing. I highly recommend it. And I my masked girls with like the hypno swirls behind them. I actually created them inspired by his work and was kind of hoping that they would uh, introduce more people to the short film. Excellent. We'll, then, have, we'll have to take a look at that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. But like those are definitely um a lot of like kind of like portraits like that was the one where it's like I'm a narcissist like everyone else was definitely kind of like looking at my own behavior um because I got really into like psychoanalyzing myself over the last two years because I was just um I'm just somebody I ended up I was like 25 years old I was like I don't have a plan I'm not prepared for life like why am I not moving forward and it kind of started digging into like um some of my mental things that were holding me back so I explore a lot of those in my artwork. And then one of my recent ones I did was, I think it's called Hot Headlines. And that was inspired by the book, uh, Trust Me, I'm Lying, Confessions of a Media Manipulator by Ryan Holiday. Okay. Have you, have any of you read that book? No, unfortunately I haven't. Oh, that one's really good too. He used to work for American Apparel. And so he got into it realizing that he could, you know, get like the outrage to take um, your marketing kind of to the next level, almost for like cheaper than paying professional, like the regular way of advertising. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of digs into it, how it caused him to realize that journalism now is standing on the merit of journalism from the past. And then also just kind of talking about how you can kind of feed news outlet stories because they don't want to have to write and they have all these deadlines and just kind of goes on and on about that. And when I finished it, I, I kind of like was able to look at how I was being reactionary to the news and how it was really influencing how I saw things. And I kind of had to like pull myself out of the news for a little while. So is it like a sensationalism kind of thing? Like how they try to hit all of the like 
hot topics or like buzzwords anything to like get a reaction out of people and they don't really care like where it comes from or what is done with that information so there's like no integrity to journalism anymore the way that it used to have it if it ever did have it yeah because uh once it went into the the digital age it all became about being first and getting clicks and a click doesn't mean anything so like it doesn't matter if somebody actually reads the whole article they just they can throw ads on there yeah and there was even a part where he was talking about they'll run a purposefully misleading stories knowing that they'll have to come back and change it because they also get like their numbers of posts go up and their numbers of engagements go up every time they like come in and stick, like update the story or like they'll they know they'll get the clicks by putting a misleading uh, title to it yeah yeah I told, Um, I talked um, a little bit about that with Jay like years ago. um, And I said to him, sometimes I just think these things are made up to get a reaction and the, like the story content isn't real, you know, or there might be something in within that, you know, story that's a shred of the truth, but the majority of it is just bullshit to see who will click on it and to see like where their mind is. Based on a true story. Mm -hmm. Definitely. He also mentioned that, a lot of the bigger news outlets will kind of shirk the blame of it being incorrect or being a non-story on smaller outlets that run it first so they can like cite that smaller outlet as the source mm-hmm. so, that, so that way they can't take blame as the reason why if the if the um you know information inside the story is incorrect they could say oh well we got it from them so they didn't do their homework mm-hmm. but if it worked for them and it all went the way they anticipated it would they sure they'd be fine taking the credit for it mm-hmm. yeah definitely uh you said you grew up in the church of the latter-day saints correct yeah um now we're none of us here are, are, are theists but uh, we're not picking on anybody we don't we're not we're not gonna we would never do that do you um how how were how were girls uh women who had artistic capabilities such as yourself do you think that there is a suppression of um, girls and their, uh, you know, let's say that if they want to try something, even if it's within the, uh, the confines of the church, let's say, like if they wanted to get into drawing or get into art or get into some kind of individual expression, do you think that that is suppressed actively or passively in the LDS? Hmm. I know I didn't draw a lot of the things I wanted to draw because I knew my family would look at me weird and and like it wouldn't really fly because at my school either because I went to school and it was like a heavy population of Mormons too so the culture was kind of just everywhere my whole family was Mormon they are actually um the like our family line went back through the people that walked across the plains to Utah when they all got exiled (laughs) wow so so like I was really in it um but I don't I don't wouldn't say actively but I mean, it's kind of that thing of like, they would, uh, you'd probably get talked to by the bishop or your parents or somebody being like, you know, you shouldn't create things that don't give glory to God or, you know, promote things of the devil or whatnot. So there's not really a lot of freedom of expression in that. So they were part of, so you could trace your family back because we, in in Ohio, there's a church in Painesville that I think was one of the first uh, Mormon churches that was built into, on, on the National Register of Historic Places. And I know that they went through like uh, Illinois and Missouri and finally made their way to, I guess, to Utah. Uh, so you could your family could trace their lineage back to that uh, ba- back to those people. Mm-hmm. And like uh in the church they're really into genealogy knowing your family keeping a journal um so like when i was in high school my church they would go out and do like walk in wyoming the trail that they went through to get to utah and we actually sewed bonnets like had authentic clothes we pulled a hand cart for like four or five days straight and a lot of us had um, like stories of our ancestors who had walked the plains that we were like walking for. That's actually really kind of cool. cool. I mean, really, I'm not, yeah. there's nothing to pick on with that. I mean, that's a hell of a journey. That's for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it definitely wasn't easy for them, but uh, uh, that's, that's really neat. I, 
I keep forgetting that the that, that the Mormons do like they were the are, are they the ones that run the one of the genealogy companies or are they just inspired it? Do they run one of them? Is it Ancestry.com? I don't know. I don't know if they run one of those mainstream ones, but I believe they run something of that sort. Like you can go down to the temple and all of the the LDS buildings in Temple Square downtown in Salt Lake City. And you can go in and I think they have computers set up for visitors to actually look into their genealogy if they want to. So they definitely have a database of some sort. Well, at least uh, we know where to go if we're ever out that way. The only thing I know about Salt Lake City is SLC Punk. That's the only thing I, I'm familiar with. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has seen that movie or if I'm showing my age. I, Christopher, please tell me you saw that movie. You're a punk rock guy. Uh, SLC Punk? Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. Okay, thank goodness. I have not seen it. Oh, it's tremendous. It's it's great. It, it, it's a great movie. Um, so that's uh, Is it Matthew Lillard? Is that yeah, his name? Matthew yeah. Lillard and... Uh get the other dude's name but yeah matthew lillard i can't remember shooter mcgavin shooter mcgavin the dude who plays shooter mcgavin's his dad okay (laughs) yeah that's i don't know his his real name i know him as shooter shooter mcgavin McGavin from fucking happy gilmore (laughs) right i eat little pieces of shit like you for breakfast like you eat pieces of shit (laughs) for breakfast (laughs) Uh, Uh, is there um is now let me ask you this based on um Based on you, you, everything that you've told us, is there a point where um, you, you're going to look to different platforms apart from what you're using right now? Is there anything that's on your radar that's promising to begin displaying your art with? Um, is there um, anything that, you, like you said, for example, YouTube, that you really don't pay much attention to it because of the thumbnail uh, issue? Uh, is there anything that you're looking to expand on platform wise that's on your radar, just in case we have anybody listening that would uh, like to follow suit? Hmm. I do upload to library uh, or it's also under Odyssey. And I really like that platform because people can tip you um, for when they like your videos. And also, I believe with that one, you hold your private key. So say somebody doesn't like what you're posting and they go to library and library goes, well, we actually don't have access to take it down. Okay. Awesome. So that's definitely a great one. And then for social media, I checked out PocketNet, which is the one that's on the blockchain as well, where you hold your keys. And... I really like it because you earn the the pocket net token for posting and having engagement. Awesome. Very cool. And I yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was I think I actually found that through Agoras Nexus or some somebody that I ended up following through you guys. They had written an article about alternative yeah. platforms. Yeah, they're really good about that. Um mm-hmm. and they in fact they have a whole listing too. Of all the different, uh, I mean, if you got in contact with Jeremiah Harding, I'm sure that he could, uh, you know, if you want to put your listing up there for uh, all of your work, uh, there's an entire category, like broken down by category. Like, for example, on Agoras Nexus, you can find us under podcast, but there's listings for the many different content creators and people who provide services and stuff like that through Agoras that are Agoras, kind of like we are. So, um, yeah, that there, it's an excellent resource. If you're interested, I would definitely get a hold of Jeremiah Harding. He's, uh, he, I, I, he does a tremendous job with that along with the other folks that run that website. Um, I, I want to go to a tweet that you had today, today, excuse me, that I enjoyed a lot and I retweeted it. And, uh, you said, looks like the establishment can't handle competition. Now they're trying to tell the public that they can no longer play. And those that tried will be dealt with. Wait till they encounter the DGENs from crypto. I thought that was really good. So you've been following what's been happening um, today. Once again, another another Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday comes, and it's a total non-event. We've been dealing with non-events this entire year. Um, how, how do you, how do you like? What do you? What's your take on all of this? Do you see this? A lot of people are calling this a revolution. I don't want to get too excited just yet, but it has certainly the feel of something very special happening. What's your take on all of this? Well, when I first saw it, it was almost like, it was like, oh, we can do that. Like, have we just not tried to do that yet? (laughs) And then seeing like their overreaction about, you know, 
I don't know. Like, it's like, is it going to, it might be a domino effect of exposing the system. Sure. Uh, what I'm hoping is to take, like, it encourages those people that wanted to get it in the stock market to just come on over to crypto where there aren't any rules. Right. Absolutely. I think that's a great point. Uh, Christopher has, once again, we, we, you have notes. We also take extensive notes on this show and Christopher has notes for us to explain because a lot of people don't understand exactly what went down. So Christopher is going to give us um, a little bit about how all of this went down and what it means for those of you in the audience um, that uh, may not be privy to what happened. I'm not talking about you, Paul B. You've already been on it today. You've already texted me about it. You are on it. Paul B has been trading on his app, on his phone, (laughs) but just not with this particular um, uh, flavor. So go ahead, Christopher, tell us what you have. All right. So this all like it all. So for our audience's sake, uh, it all started. I don't know. I was going to say it was probably like a week, maybe two weeks ago. There was a, a user on Reddit uh, that goes by the username deep fucking value that spotted some listed put options. And it was this uh, Melvin uh, capital management that was, setting up shorts for the GameStop stock because, I mean, it's a brick-and-mortar store. Like, it's funny because it's all about GameStop stock, but none of this is about GameStop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, none of this is about GameStop because they're a brick-and-mortar store with a a, a failing business – dying business method, I should say, and they're circling the drain. But – so they put the – they had these listed put options, and so this user knew what they were – connected the dots went back to his subreddit the subreddit which was wall street bets and rallied just a bunch of people this dude plopped down like 50k in gamestop stock and there was like several other users some people that were in like 25,000 uh there was this other dude and his wife that were in like 12,000 but like the great thing about it is like none of these dudes care if they lose all that money. Like all they want to do is hurt these hedge funds, got these hedge fund uh, management firms and shit. Like that's, that seems to be their only goal. And I hope they hold out and really hurt these guys. Cause like the media seems to be painting them a lot of them as 20 somethings. And I'm sure that there's definitely a lot of 20 somethings amongst them, but I get the feeling that there's like older guys that are like more like, you know, like me and Jay's age, mm-hmm. like it, like at least in you know late thirties, early forties, possibly older, because like a lot of these dudes are like talking about how this is revenge for what they did in like two thousand eight, whenever the housing market bubble popped and like a shit ton of people lost their asses and filed for bankruptcy and lost their homes, lost their businesses. So like a lot of these dudes like straight, they're like they're out for blood, man. But uh, so they bought these stocks. Yeah, they rallied. So he rallied them and they had a discord server and they were all communicating with each other and they were just buying these shorts. So what happens? So for anybody that doesn't know what shorting a stock is, these uh, like places like uh, that Melvin Capital Management, they borrow. Don't ask me how and how this is legal and how it's legit and how they can do it. But they they essentially they, they borrow stocks when they're high and immediately sell them. It's just like a, an immediate pump and dump of these stocks with the anticipation that the stock's going to drop. And it's a risky gamble, but if it works, they're essentially betting on this company and this stock failing. So what they'll do is after selling it high and they'll go back in and swoop up and buy all the stocks back up at the low price. And then they'll give the stocks back and then they'll pocket the difference that they made between what the stock dropped to and what they sold it as. So, um, but anyways, the, the trick is, is they have to be able to buy the stocks back. And that's what all these guys are doing. They're buying up all of this GameStop stock and they're just fucking holding it and they refuse to sell. And eventually the short has to be paid back. Like there isn't necessarily a time limit. Like everybody keeps saying like, oh, the short squeeze is going to happen Friday and these guys are going to have to do something. But uh, I mean, it could go on for longer than that. It could be like another week or so Mm -hmm. before they really have to pay up. But the longer they wait, the more the percentage on what they have to pay in interest goes up. And if the interest hits like 140%, which is what they're trying to get it to do by holding, uh, 
they're they're going to lose their ass. Like right now, these they're they're in to they're set to lose as of today. Earlier, I don't know if the numbers changed, but this was from a while ago. Um, yeah. Like probably four o'clock this afternoon, that they're set to lose like seventy billion with a B, <laughs> seventy billion dollars with which I think is beautiful. (laughs) I've been laughing all day about this. Uh, I mean, it makes me giddy, but like there's, there's just so much devious shit behind the scenes. So like the, the main hedge fund manager behind all of this is a a group or whatever you want to call it called Citadel. All right. And they, they front the money for Melvin capital management. And ironically enough, Janet Yellen, who I believe is Biden's U.S. Treasury Secretary. That's correct. Got paid somewhere in the realm of like eight hundred to nine hundred thousand dollars to come speak for Citadel. Oh, right. Right. Um, right. In that in that incredibly interesting uh, somebody, you know, from Biden's cabinet, you know, in bed with these. What are you talking about, Christopher? Corruption and racism is finished. <laughs> right. It's it was, over. It was the chair of the Federal Reserve. They're, they're, they're putting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. It's racism over. equals. That's over. why they're so pissed about losing <laughs> all this money, won. man. They're going to miss the new fucking 20s. Right. So anyway, so Citadel, on top of fronting the money for Melvin Capital, Capital also processes about 75 to 80 percent of Robin Hood's transactions. Oh, so they're like Don't the process say. handler for all of their stock trades. So no wonder right? they bent the knee. So last night they essentially they stopped trading early and they've barred at least in America people from being able to but the only thing they can do is sell their position. And I've heard, I've seen anecdotal evidence. I haven't really seen anything that 100% confirms it, but there's people that have provided screenshots and also said that Robinhood started selling some of their shares of that GameStop stock on their behalf and letting them know that they're doing it for your good because of market volatility. Like this is to protect the wrong people are influencing the market. (laughs) Right. Right. Poor people can actually (laughs) control shit. Like no way. But, but yeah, they also, they had their discord. So the, the subreddit wall street bets also had their, their subreddit wasn't taken down. It went private but their discord server discord shut down their server. So they could no longer use that, but they went private. And this is my theory from what I've read is the sec was sending in their goons to infiltrate their ranks. And I think they went private and cleaned up some of their posts and, and were trying to keep things at bay because it went nuts for them yesterday. Like they were getting somewhere in the realm of like 150,000 subs to their subreddit, like every five to 10 minutes, like they were getting so many people pouring into their subreddit so um, that also might have caused some of their issues, but they went back online like later in the evening last night, which is when I started combing through the subreddit and just going through. And just in case I was taking like screenshots of things said in threads and whatnot. But uh, so so actually. So anyways, I, I got off track. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, so Robin Hood shut down trades and so did a lot of other uh, retail trade uh, apps and whatnot, like uh, TD Ameritrade. Um, Robinhood and there was a, f- a few others that were either having issues with transactions or, or shut it down. And so then what they do, cause the, the price of the stock dipped today. So there was some behind the scenes fuckery going on. So what these hedge funds do, they do what's referred to as like a short ladder or a short ladder attack. So what they do, and this is like an attempt to kind of like trick the algorithm is they go in and they rapid fire all these transactions of these bids back and forth, getting increasingly smaller and smaller. Um, and it makes it look like there's a mass sell off of the stock, which causes the price of the stock to drop. So they're, I, they're using it as a scare tactic to get all these dudes that are holding the line uh to sell their shares like the, it's literally what they're doing. They're, they're using scare tactics again. Did you them. see what they said though? I think it was like one of the last things they posted on Reddit before it got taken down. 
and it was literally them posting like we can remain retarded longer than longer they can than remain, they can remain solid. Solid. <laughs> yeah. so it's like they're like i don't even care about the money it's literally just the mess it's the yeah. joker it's literally like right. burning the entire pile my like my, my favorite my favorite line from today was them uh all, their, their new rallying cry is ape together strong <laughs> <laughs> i've been laughing all day like if anybody came into the bathroom when i was at work earlier like and they they probably somebody probably heard me giggling in the bathroom because I was like just hiding in there reading threads and stuff. But yeah, that was that was pretty funny. But yeah, these dudes are like serious, man. And they got like people from all around the world buying up the stock too. Like there was people checking in from South Korea that was investing in the stock and holding it. There was people from uh, what was it? Some from Canada that were doing it. India and uh, India, India. What a yeah, sense of thank community. You, thank you. That was the other country that was uh, buying the stock, and they're they're all holding it, man. Like, I'm sure there's probably a few here and there that have probably sold or panicked, but the ones with the biggest share, with the lion's share, are still holding, man. Like they're like, like we've got them by the balls, and like I really hope they do. But like, like Jay and I were talking the other day, like I expect swift retribution from the oh. state. Oh, it's it's going to you be know, like there, no like, outsider trading. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it is, and it's crazy because, like, they're like they're like you know the elites are like crying about these dudes manipulating the stock market, but they're doing the same fucking shit. Yeah, and but they hey, when they were doing it, do it, you know, like it's this only is like, okay this is when our they casino. God damn it! <laughs> the house is always supposed to win. Damn it! The house, the house, and the house usually does win one way. Yeah, that's the, that's the that's the shitty part. I, I also forgot to add that they shut down. Discord had stated that they shut down their server because of hate speech. Of course, that's that, that's that was the reason. Go to right, like that's their hot button. Nazi. All they have to say. <laughs> yeah. Even though, <laughs> even though, trying to find a page to the right of Karl Marx on fucking Reddit is a hard thing to do because they already rooted everybody out of there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's a few anarchist pages. But usually those are the anarchists that have more of a flavor to the left of the bottom of the uh, of the quadrant, which is fine. But I'm just saying, I don't know how many times they're going to beat that dead horse that everything's a Nazi. Like, oh, right. you're short selling stocks. You're clearly a national. Right. Socialist. Well, I there mean, was like articles in the mainstream media that were trying to paint like they were trying to link them to the alt right. Oh, for fuck's sake. They're not and that bright. Like it, no, they're not that bright. Like, hey, like it worked for them for a lot of shit. So they're right? going to get as much mileage out of it as they can. Like, why adopt a new method if this is what works? But it's like starting to fall apart. Right. I, I agree. And you know what else is starting to fall apart? And I, I mentioned this on Twitter. And, you know, we have talked about this before with Sal the Agorist. We talked about this amongst ourselves. Is the word capitalism redeemable? Because if you've looked at commie Twitter, commie twitter's like see this is capitalism in real time you guys are seeing why this i'm like yeah okay okay it's not real capitalism i hate right i mean that's just it like that's why like please point me to the fucking free market that right allegedly exists in this country like what free what fucking free market are you talking about it's there the black black market the gray market like that that's about it (laughs) and the states deem that shit illegal Right. It's only okay when they when they conduct that sort of business in the and that's not even in the, the right. black market, that's in the red and pink markets, which mm-hmm. they which people have a hard time because of fifteen thousand hours of public education and they're unable to break their program and they don't understand that. With that being said, I do believe that the retribution will be swift. Um, Sauron will summon his forces right. and march the orcs straight out of fucking Mordor and they're coming for Minas Tirith. It's gonna be brutal. Let's hope that they hold out. Let's hope that the guys really are committed to it. But at the same time, I hope this exposes to, uh, you know, a lot of people who don't think about this. I don't have anything in the stock market. I don't think I ever would have anything in the stock market apart from what the people on Reddit are doing, which is to fuck those people who have been fucking the working people. The only people that have been screwing uh, the working class more are, are, are the governments and of course, uh, the witch doctors from the past who told you, hey, the, mo- the moon is full. You better sacrifice your children. Otherwise, your crops aren't going to grow. That's how far back the, the, the hustle goes. But the state has been the greatest hustler next to Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I think that it's phenomenal what's happening right now. I think it's tremendous. And I wish them nothing oh, I've been, the best. I've been over like I've been elated with joy. Like I, I've just been giggling and, and laughing like I just take so much sick pleasure in it. <laughs> no, but if you see the reaction from other people like you had even Ben Shapiro, 
that fucking oh. guy. He came out like, oh, <laughs> hey, that oh, oh, you know, you know, yeah, it's funny, but you know, when it comes, I'm like, why are you defending this? Is this what is this what conservatism is? I thought con- conservatism was about less government, which is bullshit because it's never happened. It's never happened ever. Okay, they've not been able to prevent it as much as they've been able to prevent me from eating a whole bag of Cheetos after I smoke dope. You're not going to stop the <laughs> whole bag. I'm going to eat it all. But with that being the case, like you, the, my favorite is the reaction from the people who don't want you in on their game. They're like, oh, you know, like the one guy who's like, I'm, I'm, I'm muting this thread. You guys can go ahead and ratio me, but this is not going to end well for anybody. No, it's not going to end well for you. That's who it's not right. going to end well for. You know, the people that you've been climbing on, like, it's okay when they hedge their bets. And people get kicked out of their houses. It's okay when adjustable rate mortgages go make a payment go from 400 bucks a month to $2,000 and you have working people out on the street because you hustled them with the loans. Yeah, I understand that there's a little bit of buy. You have to have agency. But a lot of people aren't educated on, on how predatory lenders are. They're not educated on how predatory the market is as far as uh, these people searching for you in the stock market to prey upon you. They don't understand that. They're just looking at the short term. Oh, I can have a house for 400 bucks. The next thing you know, it's $2,000. I mean, there's a guy that was on Rogan's podcast that broke down the whole 2008 thing. And Christopher and I worked together at the time when that all went down. And there was the first purge that we were at work with where they laid off a whole bunch of people. And I'd still be pissed off, too. In fact, in many ways, I don't think monetarily like I know that both he and I rarely received raises when we were when we worked together and he's he's still at the same place you know it was bad before it's never recovered it's never recovered and because of that there's a lot of angry people who rightfully hold that resentment close to their chest and i'm glad that they're acting on it and now you know how it feels if at least for those people because so many of us don't have any options like you don't I, I don't have money like my buddy uh, you know, who shall not be named, who was in the 82nd Airborne 75th Ranger Regiment. That's all I'm going to say. He was telling me, get in on it. They're serving pie. Get in on it. And I'm like, I don't have any money to throw at this. The mortgage is due on the first. OK, I can't I, I can't spare any money. But for those of you that can, I highly encourage it and get in on it because Uncle Sugar will be back. Uncle Sugar doesn't take a punch and right. stay down for very long. He's going to come for all of you. That is good at the Fed and be like, mighty pretty goober. Uh, <laughs> you know, taxpayer go bend over. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that too. They could print $4 trillion and it's banking, but you buy some GameStop stock and that's bullshit. No <laughs> one should be allowed to do it. <laughs> right. That's Fucking good. taking our toys and we're going home. That's right. I'm taking my multiple boats and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they don't carry any firearms on those boats. Oh, no, no. Right. It's really, really they bad. know what's good for them. <laughs> no, it's incredibly dangerous. Um, Christopher, thank you for uh, educating everybody. Um, I wasn't even sure. I tried my best. I appreciate it. My notes suck. I just like write down random words and scribble shit. So. <laughs> 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 They're like it's like caveman drawings on a fucking sheet of notebook paper. Hey, it works. And then you like have to put an arrow. I meant to put that there, and then it's not here. So I, I I do do that for real. And there's one on here. No bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> not even joking. That's fantastic. And then um, at the very bottom, I made sure I wrote "ape together strong" because that's that's been like my favorite. Like I I had to say it again. Sorry, it's been like my favorite. Oh, that's okay. My favorite rally cry of the day of the day, man. I think I, I think it's awesome. And speaking of discord and getting shut down, those of you that are listening and I encourage anybody that hears this do consider going to Keybase. OK, do consider going to Keybase. Um, I'm not going to say yeah, I, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I think you should you ought to consider going there. Uh, for end to end encryption and end to end encryption conversations. Yep. If you want to. Yep. Um, we um. We know quite a few people that are on there already. Also, consider some other um, alternative, like MeWe, for example. You can find us on MeWe. Um, it's the alternative to Facebook. I'm sure there's unsavory characters on there, but uh, just like in life, there's going to be unsavory characters around you no matter what you do. So consider alternatives, um, and but especially for the end-to-end encryption to make sure that uh, you're protected from the prying eyes of Uncle Sugar who, believe me, is always watching and always trying to get in on it. 
Um, I, I highly encourage uh, everybody to check that out. Um, before we uh, close up, does anybody have anything else they'd like to add um, before we uh, before we shuttle ourselves out of here? No, I'd just like to thank uh, Metal Magdalene for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And um, I love your stickers, and I think they're really cool. And um, I did actually have one question. Do you do any um, consignment work? So if somebody were to approach you and say, hey, I would like this, uh, do you create things for other people if they ask? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Excellent. Anybody uh, else have uh, anything that they'd like to add? Nope, I think I covered all the ground. I, I'm out of steam. <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Brian? You look very uh, cozy over there. For yeah, the wow. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> wow. it's been a great a great month for the internet, great month for memes. I think the it's like right? we're literally yeah. shitposting our way to freedom, and uh, it's kind of <laughs> very absurd, but it's like I'm here for it, whatever. I want right? to see where it goes. Um right? And it might not be great long run, but like, hey, right now it's a party. I was just saying the I'm last happy. couple, the last but, couple of days have been pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, like, so it's just like I don't even lie. care. Like I'm just enjoying right now, and uh, we'll see what happens. I guess maybe I'm sure it's just gonna get more and more insane as time goes on. It's kind of like, it's honestly like uh, I was watching Truman Show earlier because that movie always fucks me up. But yeah, it's it like the, too. The closer he gets to being right, it's like the more outrageous everything gets. And it's like it feels nope. like that same energy right now. And it's just like, let's see how far we can go. Like, let's hit the wall and go to the other side. Let's see what we can do with it. So, yeah, it's like it's interesting. It's fun. It's like a lot of people think it's scary, but I don't know. It beats what was going on already before. So it's mm-hmm. new and exciting. I agree. Have you guys seen those um, those uh, the, the collages where they have like you are here and it's 1984 and it's a brave new world and like you said the truman show and and all these different things were, were all like all simultaneous like the big venn diagram yeah the venn diagram exactly. yeah yeah that, i mean it's gotta it's gotta be like that because it's like everything that's fictional has some base in your reality otherwise it wouldn't exist agreed agreed but- uh Full Metal Magdalene, could you please tell everybody, our audience, where they can find you on all platforms? Uh, sure. Um, my handle is Full Metal Magdalene on Twitter, Instagram, Minds, Gab. No, on Gab, it's Cult of Magdalene. Um, shoot, I'm on so many now. Pocket Net app. I'm on BitChute, Library, and YouTube as well fantastic uh there will be a link to in the show notes to find uh for example it's the uh the crypto art net uh dot com link where it has your shop for the blockchain art exchange along with Redbubble, um and uh there's a video up there as well and all the social media presence that will be in our show notes so uh if our listeners want to find some more stuff that you've created and check it out, they will be able to do so. So I'd like to thank you sincerely. I finally, I was glad that we were able to get you on. I know we've been trying for a little bit, so we definitely do appreciate you coming on to our show. I really do enjoy your art. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Um, and you, you see, you, you, you draw a great inspiration and you literally draw great and it's on your phone. Like you told us, like you're not using anything like that's super sophisticated to produce like really quality images. Like they're, they're fantastic. And these stickers are awesome. This is one of my favorite ones. Uh, for those of you that are not watching the video uh, it's, uh, it's, it's another one of these um, Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> Wonderful. I think it's fantastic. Uh, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for coming on to the show and um, feel free to join us again. Uh, should you like to. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Even though I was a little nervous. That's okay. Don't worry man, about it. Man, we're only medium potatoes, man. There's nothing to be nervous <laughs> about with us. That's right. That's right. And uh, before I close <laughs> out, I would like to thank our sponsor, which is Akron apothecary. If you're interested, now I'm trying to get the name changed to Todd's Gay Soap because Todd the Gay is just gay soap. It's fantastic soap. Angel, could you please attest to the greatness of Todd the Gay Soap? It is really great. He uses all natural ingredients, and um, I have really sensitive skin, and it doesn't bother my skin. It doesn't make me itchy. It's not too strong of um, 
you know, he doesn't use too strong of a fragrance. Um, he has just plain soap. He also has grapefruit um, and I believe it's sea salt mixed together. And that smells fantastic. And it's just really, it feels really great on your skin and he does a good job and he does it all by himself. Yeah. Cold press soap, natural code, cold process soap. He also has the coconut citrus sorbet and sea salt, the orange shea butter and sea salt, sweet tart and cocoa butter, just plain old soap with no fragrance whatsoever. Ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate raspberry and cocoa butter. The soap is for washing, not for eating. Not eat for eating. <laughs> not for eating, even though you might be tempted to do so. But for every taint and for every ass and for every male and female lady bit, he's got soap for that ass. Don't forget to check him out. Get your ass clean and smelling nice with Todd the Gay's Gay Soap, also known as Akron Apothecary. I'm going to get him to change that fucking he, name. That, that could be his tag tagline. He'd be like, Todd the Gay, he got some soap for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic. We've actually been working on that. Like, he like I know he talks to Angel, and he talks to her like that. He's like, I got some soap for that ass. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. But check out his soap. Don't be a, don't be an asshole. I know that you guys are watching the videos and stuff, and I'm waiting for you to hit that subscribe button. I'm going to keep subscribe, talking. About God it. damn it. Well, don't be an asshole. Just go ahead and do it. We're not asking for money. That's on the other thing that we do, which is the Patreon. We do have that. With that being the case, I'd like to thank our guest, Full Metal Magdalene, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we, um, we hope to have you back at some point in time. And uh, please check out all of her art. Uh, she's a fantastic artist. And again, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. All right, guys, behave yourselves. Um, Angel, is there anything else that I'm forgetting? We can find YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at UseGuysPod. We also have our own website. Don't worry. There is a blog coming. I've been working on it for weeks. It's going to be perfect when it comes out. It's been so fucking long that I've been working on it. So check us out there. Don't forget to check out the Patreon. And hey, maybe you could get yourself a t-shirt if you subscribe. It's only two bucks a month. Excellent content on there. We are going to update it. There's a fuck you Friday in the works coming. Please go ahead and check it out. And if you really want to hear a good fuck you Friday, fuck you Friday number three with, uh, used to, we used to call him Randall because he used to be in service to the king. <laughs> now his name, his real name is Brian. There's only hey, Brian. No Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that was a three hour and 30 minute episode. Are you the gatekeeper? He's the key master. Uh, He's the key master. (laughs) We did a three hour and 30 minute episode hammered, hammered, and it still turned out good. So check out that fucking Friday. It's number three. It's from March and it was in studio uh, before full war communism took place. Almost a year ago. That's crazy. It is crazy. It Uh, is crazy. How did it happen? It's almost like we thought it would happen, but like didn't really want to like. We had five and a half (laughs) listeners then. We have 17 and a half now. How's that for fucking growth? Um, Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you to our guests once again. And we will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye for now. Peace.